Christians at Tech. 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 Historic summer. Historic summer. Historic summer. Summer. Historic summer podcast. Brought to you by the Bible. Everybody, welcome back to the Historic Bible Reading Podcast. This is Nate Roskins, and boy, this was a crazy week of reading. Um, one of the major points that stuck out to me was in chapters 11 and 12 of, of 2 Samuel. And in these chapters, David had a ginormous blunder. He made a, a big mistake. Um, he committed adultery. And then he even, he even killed the woman's husband to cover it up. And yeah, it was just crazy. <laughs> but what really caught my attention was how Nathan the prophet spoke to David after, after this mistake. Uh, he didn't come in guns blazing, calling David out for all that he did wrong, uh, you know, berating him and, and all of all of his evil deeds um, but instead he came with with this story about how a rich man stole from from a poor man then once David responded to that he showed how David was this rich man in this story and Nathan said everything that Jehovah wanted him to but he said it in a way where it wouldn't like put David on the defensive but it would lead David to repentance and it might turn David back and even after Nathan had finished speaking David said I have sinned against the Lord so I just really appreciated how we're trying to help restore somebody or uh, somebody just committed a mistake or something of the sort we don't have to beat them down with with the Word of God but we can actually encourage them and give them the proper word but with gentleness and respect that they might return to the Lord instead of uh, not but yeah I was just really touched by that this week now I'm gonna pass it off to Ryan Weitzel hey everybody hope everyone's doing well this week um, this is Ryan Weitzel and I'm really excited to be sharing with you guys uh, something that I had loved um, during the Bible readings this week um, <clears throat> specifically concerning uh, 2nd Samuel chapter 14 uh, verse 14. Um, this is uh, the part where uh, Joab had sent this woman and had her disguise herself um, as, as, a, as a, a mourning woman or a, a mourner. Uh, and, and it pretty much was telling her what to say, but specifically where she says to David in verse 14 here, um, this is the second half of this verse where it says, Yet God does not take away a life. But he devises means so that his banished ones are not expelled from him. And I thought that this verse was so remarkable. Um, firstly, just showing God's ultimate mercy. Um, for example, just like what Nate was talking about of, um, of David's wrongdoings, his sinful actions of adultery and murder, um, of sending the wife's, uh, the, the woman's husband out into battle that inevitably got him killed and he knew he would die. Um, and in that moment, uh, God surely <laughs> probably felt wrathful. He probably felt uh, in, 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 a, in a wrathful mood 
but in the end, he had shown David mercy. Um, and, and, it, and in this, what, what I got from this was, was, as this woman is speaking this to David, in a way, the Lord is telling David the same thing. He's trying to have this teachable moment for David. He's trying to tell him, you know, do as I have done. Show mercy, not wrath, um, in your wrongdoings. Um, and, and I really appreciated this because more importantly, uh, as, as, as a take-home point here, uh, the, the Lord loves us. And especially during these troublesome times in our life, whether we make mistakes or we just run into difficult situations, the Lord does not want us to turn away. The, the Lord does not want us to get up the, the, the constant journey, the race to Him. Uh, for, for that's what life is. It is a constant race to the Lord. We may be on that, that dirty camel or, or that, uh, or, or that un, unhygienic donkey, but eventually we're going to get to the Lord. And, and I just really appreciated um, how the Lord was trying to, again, shine upon a, a, very, uh, a, a very good lesson to David in this moment of David showing his weakness um, through his lustful actions and his other uh, sinful pursuits. Um, and, and just as, as a take-home point, like I was saying before, just the Lord loves you, each and every one of you. And He does not want us to turn away from Him. Even in, even in our mistakes and weaknesses, He wants us to continue to Him. And because He loves us too much, and He, he can't stand the thought of us being exiled from Him. Um, and that just, that just shows an ounce of the Lord's love that we can't begin to possibly comprehend. But um, anyway, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end, end my bit here and, and pass on the torch to Mr. Andrew Harper. Thank you. Hey y'all, this is Andrew Harper. Just continue on with what Nate and uh, Ryan were saying. Nate covered the earlier parts of this section and Ryan covered the later parts. And so I'll be um, covering the end here. And something I really enjoyed from uh, this was the end of very, uh, very end of chapter 18, where um, David's uh, army has just gone to battle with Absalom's. And um, there are messengers that have been sent back to David with report on the battle. And David finds out that his son Absalom is dead. And uh, this is his response in chapter, in chapter 18, verse 33. And the king was badly shaken, and he went up to the chamber over the gate and wept. And as he went, he spoke thus, O oh, my son Absalom, my son, my son Absalom, if only I had died instead of you, O oh, Absalom, my son, my son. And this really spoke to me because it brings to light, and I think on a human level, of God's love towards us. And that yet, at times in our lives, and uh, especially in our default state, we fight against God. We are enemies of God. And yet, even in this state, God loves us. And not in a way that um, there's no price to be paid for that, but He loves us through His Son, Jesus. And that reminded me of a verse in Romans, Romans 8. Excuse me, Romans chapter 5, verse 8. But God commends His own love to us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And then later in verse 10, it says, For if we being enemies were reconciled to God through the death of His Son, much more will, be, we, will we be saved through His life. Excuse me, through. We'll be saved in His life, having been reconciled. And those verses just show me that we are enemies of God. But yet, even in this state, God loved us enough. God loved us so much that he sent Jesus down to earth to die for us. 
and that literally has Absalom fighting against God, being enemies of God. He loves us, and that is shown so much through Christ and on, and in this story of David and Absalom, and how David, David's first thoughts when the messenger came to him, or this particular messenger came to him, when how is my son, and then how he wishes he would die for his son later on when he's weeping and saying those things and going to weep and so on and so forth. It's just something that has really spoke to me that God is still has done so much for us and we would be so lost without the sun. Um, I hope y'all continue to listen to this podcast. I uh, hope y'all do a better job at that than I have been, <laughs> for sure. And uh, thank y'all for listening and may God be with us all.